Hello, and thank you for joining us for All Ages Welcome. This is our first podcast in a series that will give you a glimpse into the lives of some of our neighbors in the Bay Area. I'm your host, Erica Gibson. In this first podcast, we'll be hearing from two of our Linkages community members who will talk a bit about their lives and why they join Linkages. In future programs, we will discuss themes that relate to everyday life with stories we can connect to at any age. But for now, let's meet our two community members who are on the show today. Sid, an 83-year young Bronx native, but a California resident for the past 60 years, and Rochelle, a 73-year young California native. First, we're going to hear from Sid as he talks a little about his life and then explains why he joined the Linkages community. We'll also hear a little about some of the people he's met and exchanges he's done through our program. I didn't plan my life. Right. It happened. Yeah. <laughs> some people know what they want to be. Yeah. My approach, my pro- it wasn't an approach. It was just like, well, here I am. There's these options. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do yeah. this. Which, which got me here, and uh, it was just a chain of things, and I never expected it to happen that way. Um, what are you proudest of in your life, Sid? Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> I think I tried to be a good person, and I am. I like that answer. <laughs> So that's the relativism. Like, what, are you, yeah. what is your value system? Yeah, well, absolutely. So if you're comfortable with your value system mm-hmm. and you can adhere to it with whatever limitations you have, then you can, you know, be happy with your life. Yeah. And But I do know at times I've said to myself, not for a long time, you know, I'm sick and tired of doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's part of it. Mm-hmm. So I've got good kids. That's always a pleasure, right? <laughs> Great wife. Actually, they improved from one, two to three. <laughs> I think I'd be lost without company like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important for a lot of senior people. Mm -hmm. I agree. So I try to make, you know, take steps to meet new folks. Yeah. Since I turned 80, I would say that most of my male friends are dead and gone. Mm. So the guys that you used to meet for lunch and get together with Mm -hmm. and so forth and so on are passed away. They moved away to a retirement home right. or something like this. So the interaction with your friends is markedly changed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very significant in my life and probably for others. And that's kind of why I looked at linkages. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so that's been some success because mm-hmm. one I met you Yay. okay <laughs> someone you was willing to listen to me that's <laughs> <laughs> right it's always good but, to listen but, to yeah. but uh, another person uh, who had experience in publishing books and mm-hmm. editing was willing to look at the New York stories that Excellent. I had written okay and you 
looking at it from another perspective. Yeah. And I met another guy, a uh, gentleman, Michael Katz. Yeah. And Michael, yeah. Michael is a professor of education, educational philosophy. And we are now meeting once a month or so to just talk for a couple hours or so with yeah. each other. So, to me, that's an opportunity to, to find people who you couldn't find any other way yeah. and find some activity that's mutually interesting to you. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, you know, I like that kind of a thing. Yeah. I will say that with the, without the Internet, I would probably decline. Yeah. Yeah. Because I find it to be extremely valuable in terms of interacting with people. And sometimes if people ask me what my hobby is these days, I say curiosity. I'd like to thank Sid for taking the time to speak with me about his life. He was so knowledgeable and just great fun to interview. Now we're going to hear from Rochelle, who was paralyzed after a climbing accident when she was in her 30s. She regained the ability to walk seven years after her accident. Here she discusses what it's been like to learn to accept her physical limitations while still working to keep her mind and heart engaged, partly through joining the Linkages community. Um, so I'm going to ask you, this is my favorite question that I've been asking people. How has your life been different than what you imagined when you were younger? Oh gosh, that's huge. Um, I had a father who had Parkinson's from the time I was two mm -hmm. and he had brain surgery in the early 50s and they shot too many electrodes into his cerebellum and he mm. never spoke again. Oh wow. So he was an invalid and mm -hmm. I dressed him and exercised his body and, mm -hmm. and I knew that being healthy was the most important thing or thought that mm -hmm. anyway. So I dedicated my life to health, mm -hmm. physical, emotional, spiritual, mental. And I knew that that meant inside as, as well as outside. Mm -hmm. That's why Maharishi and yoga and meditation and teaching yoga, mm -hmm. it was who I was. It was yeah. natural. Yeah. And integrating all of that into how I was in the world, mm -hmm. because how I am is so much more important than what I do. Yeah. And, and that's what I get from you. Yeah. You know, how you are is beautiful. Mm -hmm. The rest, you know. Hopefully it'll fall into place. <laughs> yeah. Well, the rest are like ornaments. You know, yeah. you kind of wear this one for a while yeah. and this one for a while. Yeah. And, and then they come in and you integrate those yeah. ornaments. And then yeah. some other ornament shows up, you yeah. know. So I really had a sense that I would be healthy. Mm -hmm. And I knew that Parkinson's or other things could be in my future, but right. I was committed and determined and believed in the deepest part of my cells that I would be fine. And when that was shattered, mm -hmm. um, everything was different. Yeah. It's like the entire prism of my life had a shroud over it. Mm. And also knowing that I was an extrovert and yeah. 
kind of an animal, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, and a huge risk taker. Mm -hmm. um, assuming that, I thought that when I was in high school, uh, the Peace Corps began. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, this is great. I'm going to work for the Peace Corps, mm -hmm. I'm going to be a high executive, and I'm going to travel around the world for the rest of my life. Sounds great. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. who I was and how yeah. I saw myself. Because it integrates helping others and, and being multicultural. Yeah. Diversity is so huge for yeah. me. And I've never met a person that I didn't have love for. Mm -hmm. that's, that's very different. Yeah. Um, my world is, oh my God, I felt like I was drinking through vast reservoirs of life. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like I drink through an eyedropper. Mm. That's how much, that's how limited I feel mm -hmm. in what I am able to access through all of my senses and the kind of stimulation that I'm pretty smart mm -hmm. and all the parts of my brain need and are seeking. I'm hungry, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. starving, and I can't partake from the smorgasbord. Mm. I am now delegated to, you know, sitting in my recliner and reapportioning mm -hmm. the hunger so that I feed on the raindrop. Yeah. I feed on the sun shining off of the leaf. Yeah. I feed on the sound of the rain. Yeah. That's that's it's so huge. I right. can't even you know, I, I don't think I've quite no one's asked me this mm -hmm. before. It's so enormous that I'm still adjusting. Yeah. And I fight with myself and I just had a birthday party and I mm -hmm. you know, I have very close friends. I'm loved by so many mm -hmm. people and I could only invite twenty and it was difficult choosing which yeah. twenty. And one person came to me and said, Rochelle, I haven't met your friends before. It was, she was from the Buddhist mm -hmm. community. Yeah. And she said, it's a testimony to the diversity of your character, how different all these people they are. are. Yeah, that's so yeah. fun to bring people from different groups together and watch them interact. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I felt fed mm -hmm. that day. And, you know, it took me a week to recover. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't quite know how to do this dance. Mm -hmm. I am... It feels as if I have been sentenced to living in a cave and meditate for mm. the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. That has, that's an exaggeration, but it communicates metaphorically mm -hmm. how my heart feels. I still have the same huge heart. Mm -hmm. It's just broken more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, cracked so it lets in more light, I guess they say. But, uh, this is why linkages was so essential for yeah. me. I'm just hoping that yeah. I can have more stimulation and get more help. There were yeah. two guys that I responded to 
because I need help lifting and moving boxes, mm-hmm. uh, not heavy boxes, right. but maybe four pounds. Right. Yeah. Um, and that kind of thing. And so because I live so far away, yeah. they get discouraged. It's harder. Yeah. And that's what's stopped every single yeah. interaction that I have applied for. Huh. Nothing. I haven't been active because. Yeah. And then I thought there are things that I could offer, but will people come out here mm-hmm. for them? Right. So I was certainly always jumping at what I could do that would be long distance or yeah. with Skype. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was excited to meet you because you were different. Yeah. You know, I don't, I have friends, but they don't come this far either yeah. very often. Yeah. So the isolation is painful. It is. And yeah. it's the stimulation and it's learning. It's different learning from a person than from an right. online class. Yeah. Because I can streamline what I need and yeah, similar to what you can relate to that mm-hmm. we've been talking about, I can get bored very quickly. Oh, for sure, yeah. And if I can't scan and move the program fast enough mm-hmm. forward to get to what's relevant... Yeah, you get bored. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know how to do this dance. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you have any thoughts... Um, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll definitely put my thinking down. So I that. think that linkages for me provided a stepping stone to hope. Yeah. That was tangible and allowed me to open my heart a little more. Yeah. And also, it helps me to look inside myself and try to recognize more of what it is that I can offer mm-hmm. at this point. And even as the offerings come out and the requests come out, I can fine-tune what is it that I'm able to do with the time and energy that I have left. Wow, another great interview with a Linkages community member. I'd like to thank Rochelle for allowing me to get to know her better through our conversation for All Ages Welcome. Both Rochelle and Sid are fascinating individuals that have chosen to join the Linkages community to broaden their social networks and share their skills and life experiences with others in the Bay Area. A few days after our chat, Sid sent me an email adding a few notes to the topics we had discussed. What he wrote at the end really struck a chord with me. He said, What popped into my head last night in thinking about our discussion was the realization that what I really want is to do something useful. Just being is not enough. Such a great sentiment, and both of these wonderful members of the Linkages community do have so many useful things to offer. If you would like to learn more or join us as members of the Linkages community, just go to www.linkages.org to sign up today. That's www.linkages.org. Once again, I'd like to thank Sid and Rochelle for sharing their stories with us. I'd also like to thank Rick Webster for providing the music for the podcast. And finally, thank you for listening to our podcast, All Ages Welcome a program brought to you by Community Benefit Funds from the Drucker Center for Health Systems Innovation at the Palo Alto Medical Foundation, an affiliate of Sutter Health. This has been Erica Gibson signing off for All Ages Welcome.